This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. Welcome to the morning run on BFM 89.9. I'm Melissa Idris with Julian Ng and Kusu Chuang. <laughs> it's now 9.36. That's what happened to the whip? <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, coming exactly. soon, coming soon. It is time now for the SM show. See, I would that never sounds better than Strong's Woohoo. I would never <laughs> deprive you guys of the whip. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so today, um, today's show, we're going to be looking at negative interest rates. So the sexy topic of the, um, of the flavor of the month. It's mad, right? Uh, but in four countries uh, in the world now, Sweden, Denmark, Switzerland and Japan, most notably, um, banks are now charging uh, other banks uh, um, interest rates, charging you money to keep your cash with them. And this is bizarre because we've had it as, as accepted wisdom that when you put your cash with the bank, you will get a return on, on, on your money and uh, you will, you'll get quite high returns historically. But so the so here, here, how, how, here is how you look at the break from conventional wisdom, right? In past, uh, when you put your money with bank, you've got to get interest rates because the bank will use that money and do something else, lend it out uh, to some productive business and they make money out of that and they share some of their profits with you. But now uh, what's happening is that uh, you are making... Uh, 50% losses, 70% losses, and 30% losses from other investments, from other assets. And the only thing for you to do now is to put your money in the bank. And that costs the bank money. So the central bank is saying... But hey, there is no cost to the bank because they don't. They, 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 lend, they lend it straight out. In fact, this it, is... It costs the bank a lot of money to handle your money because they, they have nowhere else to lend so the money. You, do you think that we should all, have negative interest rates? All, all they're doing is just taking your money without having been able to lend it out and giving you interest for that. So the central bank is saying, I'm going to charge you interest for that and you will pay that interest because you don't want to lose 50, 70, 60% investing in other assets. Well, as well should you declare your positions now whether you are for in negative interest rates or I'm not? I'm vehemently and vigorously against it. But why? Well, okay. It's illogical. So, so hang on, right? Um, the banks will shoot themselves in the foot if they introduce negative interest rates. And therefore, it's, it's not them that is introducing this policy, it's the central banks. Um, the reason why Sweden, Denmark, the Eurozone, Japan and, and, and Sweden have introduced negative interest rates is because they want to, uh, um, they want to stimulate the economy. Uh, low interest rates have not worked, zero interest rates have not worked. So by introducing negative interest rates, it effectively not only dissuades you, but it penalizes you for leaving cash in the bank, thereby uh, saying to you, Take that money out and go spend it, consume something, invest it, whatever. Just don't keep it with us. Who did it first? Uh, which of the few countries? I think, was, was it Denmark or Sweden? Switzerland. Well, Switzerland. Okay. Switzerland, okay. Well, just to give you some idea, um, basically a fifth of the world's GDP is now covered by central banks with negative interest rates when you, know, you factor in Japan's recent decision. Yeah. Um, and Trump, you're a guy who likes cars, right? I so love cars. I mean, you, you have a garage. I don't know about how big your I've house... I've 700 cars. Okay. So if you had a, a garage for two cars yeah. and I'm going to lend you a Ferrari, I'm going to place a Ferrari with you. You say, sure, sure. give it, give yeah, it, right? bring it on. And then I bring the second Porsche. And I'd like a Berlin Lenta, please. And, and let, let's say I, I take, give you up to seven, eight, nine cars, 10 cars. 
you're gonna get pretty chased off after a while. Even though you love cars, you're gonna get pretty chased off after a while. And and you're gonna say to me, if you bring me more cars, I'm gonna charge you some money. That's what's happening right now with the banks. No, but you see the thing it, is, it costs you to keep those cars, even if you love cars. No, cannot because banks will kill themselves if they have negative interest rates. Because why why are they doing it then? They're not doing it. It's the central banks that are doing it. True. Right. It's the central banks. It's Mario Draghi. It's uh, Shinzo Abe. Uh, Janet Yellen is now considering the fact that it could not be on the table, might be on the table. Those were her words. You're the away. central bank, Chuang. You, the, the, I'm giving you those cars. You're the central bank. And the central bank right now in all these respective countries are getting too much money that they don't desire. They, it costs them to, to sterilize, uh, to you know, not have those okay, kind so of money affect the So here's the other bizarre notion. Okay? They want to kill cash. They've declared all-out global war on cash, right? In 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 the eurozone, Mario Draghi, who has said in the past, will do whatever it takes to reinvigorate the economy. He has now declared war on cash. He wants to outlaw the 500 euro bill. In America, Lawrence Summers, amongst other policymakers, they want to outlaw the Ben Franklin, the hundred dollar note. Okay, and they say in their defense that these high value bills will lend themselves to criminal activities, drug dealers and. People in government, for example, people siphoning money out of yeah. countries. <laughs> well, yeah. well, you know, but that's a flawed argument. Okay, so because so let's go back to that? to why Mario Draghi says this. He says it's an instrument for illegal activities. That five hundred euro bill. In fact, um, that bill is known as a Bin Laden because it's so rare. <laughs> uh, everyone knows what it looks like, but it's so rare, so they're called Bin Ladens. Um, but uh, another theory goes is because of the nefarious agenda that is associated with that uh, 500 uh, uh, euro bill. And um, according to Great Britain, that's another country that has already killed a 500 bill. Um, apparently, nine out of every, excuse me, nine out of every ten notes in circulation were linked to crime, tax evasion, and terrorism. So they have some statistics to show that it's. Um, Don't they understand that crime existed before cash can- <laughs> existed? Crime. Well, it's because it's you can put it well, in that, that attaché, right? Th- those were not. Th- th- that was your cavemen trying to slaughter well, and crime, kill you. Other than prostitution, white, are the world's two climate. oldest professions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, Malaysia under Mahathir's watch actually did that. I remember we used we to have one thousand. We had a thousand ringgit bill, didn't we? Even ten thousand ringgit bills, did right? We? So also people, a five hundred ringgit bill. Yeah. Uh, five, since I, gone, I think I've held a five hundred ringgit. I went to the bar. And I produce a 500 <laughs> note for a beer and for change. You see, Melissa, I told you, Julian Young is <laughs> the only person. I had just gotten Julian my minimum wage salary at a time. That can afford to buy I Nestle got a minimum okay. minimum wage salary, which the Chinaman paid me in a $500 <laughs> note. So I went to the bar and, and drowned my sorrows in a glass of beer and I got changed for it, right? <laughs> but a lot has changed since that time. People Yo, one are, pathetic China man, like Nineteen ninety seven people were stuffing money into their pants they in their were. suitcases, carting them out of Malaysia and that caused There was even a case ringgit. of a chief minister of a state in a country somewhere in the world that got caught taking money into Australia. I wonder who that was. <laughs> <laughs> you you never let that go, right? <laughs> yeah, Chong's still on that. But okay, why do you say what Mario Draghi wants to do to the 500 euro bill? Why is that considered yeah. a war on cash? He just wants to cut down... It's the start. Uh, I think it's fine to have a war on cash. I think it well, is Well, no. Okay, imagine a world where you had no choice but to spend your money, okay, because cash no longer exists, right? And everything is in the digital economy, okay? So who are the big losers? People. Who are the big winners? The, the central banks. Why are people the losers? Because you, whatever money you have in the bank will lose uh, value 
over year after year. Oh, the, not because, just because of the negative of interest rates. Not just because of inflation, but a double whammy because of the negative rates that will be imposed on you. If you uh, take it out and you spend it, there's a chance that you might not make money. But if you do, then you ho- hooray for Noddy. If, if, <laughs> okay. you, if you had 1,000 ringgit or 5,000 ringgit, I which I don't either. you can keep it in a Milo tin at home. But if you had trillions of dollars, you can't hold that in cash anyway, right? You, you, you got you to gotta put it somewhere. Apropos Victor Fu, apropos SGPMX. SGPMX, yeah. Yep. The special uh, yeah. precious metals exchange Correct. this morning. The Skrill. demand is going through the roof. People are buying gold like it's going out of fashion. Central banks are holding gold. There is a flight to safety. There's a flight to safe havens and gold is one of them. I, I think the only guys who would not favor a cashless society uh, are the privacy advocates. You know, they, they want to spend without their money being monitored. Uh, so no, no paper trail. No yeah. yeah. Uh, if you want to uh, get into a banking system, you, you would have a kind of paper trail. But actually, it costs a lot of money to maintain currency and notes uh, in coins in the circulation, actually. But uh, I, I think I take your point. If there was negative interest rates and it was cashless society, then, then you would have paid for your balances. Yeah. Well, okay, so which makes the whole issue of uh, EPF's performance 6.4% and its performance over the last seven years tremendous. all the Phenomenal. more tremendous. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, you know, we might not trust governments uh, thanks to uh, Edelman's uh, trust barometer proving what we have already known for so many years. Um, but out of all the uh, flawed government institutions in the country, e- EPF is... Uh, Performing, you know, uh, well, if you if you if you're just judging based on performance, right? So EPF has uh, met all all expectations. You know, so. the do nothing option for your foreign investments will yield you twenty percent from a ringgit viewpoint because the moment yeah. you invest uh, overseas and ringgit fell twenty percent last year, that gave you a twenty percent returns. So that that's assuming is you bought when the ringgit was at three point two to the dollar yeah. and then you just sat in your fat bum yeah. uh, and then you waited a year and <laughs> you want to make 20% on Who your you ring. you calling your fat bum? <laughs> Mine, actually. <laughs> feeling very insecure here. <laughs> okay. okay, so you know the other reason why governments want to remove cash from the system? Because in one fell swoop, they'll remove all illicit activities from the planet, right? All the grey economy, all the drug dealers, all the funny money that's in circulation, that is not within their realm of influence, of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to make people um, consider more things Cash like, like bitcoins, if, right? If because bitcoins have been a breeding ground for a lot of all these dodgy deals correct. like drug dealing and so correct. on. Yeah. Are you telling me that all uh, criminal activity can be eliminated without cash? <laughs> no. I mean, they, I don't think I, so, Chuan. People can still manipulate thinking. technology. The governments want the entire pie to themselves. It's Ooh. as simple as that, right? If I do a job for you, Jules, and I say, hey, look, I don't want to be uh, uh, you know, caught by the system. I don't want to be paying tax on it. Just pay me cash now. Under the table. If, if, if I say to you, hey, uh, how much for that little green blob <laughs> in a plastic uh, bag? And you say to me, um, 50 bucks, and I give, if, you, if I give you cash for that, you're not going to get taxed for that, are you? Unless you've got GST. Like Unless you've got GST. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but then if you buy that little green thing in a little plastic bag from Burma in the Golden Triangle, then, um, then I, you'll be out of the system. I think that technology will still allow people to get around things like this. You yeah. know, because... We used to exist in a world of barter, right? Uh, there, there were no feds, there were no Bangnagara, Zeti, governor, you know, trying to 
tell us where money supply right. would go. People Correct. just exchange goods as they saw fit. And then it came upon in time where it was too inconvenient to, to, to do that. You know, my one cow for your bag of sugar, it's just too hard. Julian, to I'll see your my bag of sugar. My one cow for your Julian, bag I'll of sugar. Julian, I'll see your bag of sugar and I'll raise you four goats. <laughs> We're not playing poker, but it's an exchange, <laughs> right? Um, but, but now we've arrived at a state of technology that allows us to make uh, that sort of accounting, right? Uh, my one cow... Uh, and then you still owe I, you still owe me three quarters of a cow in change. I, I think technology <laughs> can capture that kind of value. And when you do that, you actually extricate yourself out of the central bank Correct. system, right? Correct. And what is the government going to do next and on how they monitor this kind Correct. of exchange? Right, which is why this whole thing about cashless society is happening. Not many people know this, but the whole concept of central banking is only about 100 years old. And yeah, well, the Federal Reserve turned 100 last Correct. year. Correct. Yeah. And not many people know this, but there is a board of directors at the Federal Reserve. And on the board of directors are people like JP Morgan, Bank of America, and uh, a couple of other American Well, that's banks. how it started initially. I recommend Correct. a Planet Money podcast that, that tells you about the genesis of uh, Federal Reserve, how that came to be, and how closely interlinked it was with banks. Was um, that a good podcast? It is very good. We, okay. Maybe we should play that in next week's SMM. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but, but one thing I want to ask is, why all these central banks, I mean, smart people, of course, why are they jumping on this negative interest rate bandwagon when it's not been proven to have worked? It's been so... This is a recent... Social experiment and using it's a huge air experiment. Yeah, you don't I mean, know the QE was an experiment. It's about global domination. The QE That's was an is. experiment that didn't really work actually yeah. because and, uh, they and you have to ask yourself why yeah. they're going on with a po program that doesn't work is because the end goal is global domination. And think about they the cost to unwind QE. What that they cost don't, you? they're not going to unwind it. There's no way we had a bet, Julian and I, from one or two years ago, which I won. Which you won <laughs> because I got the time frame wrong, yeah. but still. Still, technicalities yeah. matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think that uh, it's, it's a very risky experiment, uh, short of which is really calling into question the very existence of capitalism, right? If you did not have QEs, if you did not have negative interest rates, then essentially what you're saying is that you need to have the rich, the very, very rich people funding the world uh, to, to correct which inequality. Which they're loath to do. Which they don't want to do. So yeah. um, more, more QEs, more um, tinkering around with the financial system. Julian, you're quite a wealthy person. Can you lend me some money? I am not wealthy. But if I did lend you some if I did lend you some money, it would not be negative interest rates. Because <laughs> he's magnanimous. Because like he's just built that way. That's how he rolls. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, let, let's talk about what the implication um, will be. The implication for, for us consumers, right? Right. The, right. The trickle down effect. I'm buying shares in Chubb right now. Okay, it's what what the safe chub um, oh, manufacturer. Chub. You yeah. know why? Because in Japan, sales yeah. of chub safes are going through the roof. You know why? Because of Shinzo Abe and him introducing negative interest rate. People are taking money out of the accounts and keeping cash, just throwing them under the mattress. And if that isn't enough, they're buying safes to put them in. $700 safes have been sold out. You they're see, stop. negative interest rates has already driven up consumption. Do, do you... Uh, Julia, I remember you telling me about how um, negative interest rates in bonds, for Japanese bonds, you can buy a Rolex on the money yeah. that you make on that. If you if you um, invested 100 million yen, I think that's about 10,000 US dollars. Yeah. Is that or is that 1 million US dollars? I don't dollars? know. I'm not as My math is not very good. Fail, it's failing me right now. But anyway, the interest rates result in about 6,000 US dollars a year uh, for out of 100 million yen in bonds um, and that can buy you a Rolex 
yeah, but if you are a drug dealer and you're from Malaysia and you're Chinese, you'll say Lolet. <laughs> <laughs> that that be is relevant. Yeah. That is yeah. relevant to the discussion. <laughs> okay, it's uh, now 9:54 a.m. and you've been listening to the SNM show with Julian Ng and Kusu Chong, and I am Melissa Idris. We've got uh, news at 10 coming up next on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.